keys, tackle box in my hand Gonna cast a few lines with my toes in the sand Pulling in a big catch makes me feel like a man But the wife, she just don't understand I love walleye, perch, trout and bass And if you don't like fishing, you can kiss my four-stroke right in the back Cause the fishes all tremble at the thought of me When I'm fishing for bunion country well, it's Lake of the Week Day, and we will hear from Kyle Little from the Park Rapids Area Fisheries Office with our Lake of the Week later on. But up next, we're going to find out how the bite's going on Winnie with Charlie Warreth of Charlie's Gone Fishing Guide Service. It's all coming up. This is Fish and Paul Bunyan Country. Well, checking in with a good friend of the show. I haven't had a chance to talk to him yet this year, but uh, good to hear from Charlie Worth over in the uh, Lake Winnie Grand Rapids area, Deer River area. Charlie, thanks for joining us today. Yeah, thanks for having me on. Appreciate it. Well, I had a chance, uh, I think a few weeks ago, I talked with Jason, uh, Jason Bozer, and uh, he was saying that at that time, Lake Winnie was the old Lake Winnie. Fish were biting, there were keepers, and all was well with the world. Is that still the case? Well, they're fighting. Uh, keepers seem to be a little on the tougher side of the last couple of days here, but uh, it's a good bite. Uh, pretty much, uh, I mean, 25, 30 fish a day with a couple, with a couple of anglers. I mean, it's, uh, uh, it's been just a complete turnaround. So, but if you keep filtering through them there, you'll, you just got to keep catching enough of them, you'll find some eaters. Charlie, uh, anything from your years of experience that you can attribute to this change to, or is it just one of those cycles? I think it's just a cycle. I, I don't, uh, I mean, they're, they were saying there was too much bait, and there was all kinds of other, you know, stories going on about different things, why they didn't bite and this and that, and now this year here, I mean, uh, they definitely are biting. I mean, I don't, I can't see where all the bait just disappeared over one day, one year time, you know, or not, but uh, I I just, just think it's a cycle, and and uh, they must be a little short of food or something, and they're, or whatever reason, uh, they definitely are biting. So where are you finding the fish right now? Well, usually you can pick on Father's Day weekend, those fish will move out to them humps now. They'll start to get out uh, uh, on them deeper mid-lake humps, uh, being a bar, they had a uh, tournament there this weekend on Winnie, and there was some fish caught on Long Bar, Vina Bar area. Uh, and that south side of the lake was pretty good, even along the short shoreline around uh, a little stony in that. Uh, they were fairly 10 to 12 feet fish, and then there was the ones that are starting to move out deep. What are we using? Are we still using jigs? Or are we rigging now? What what's what's the preferred? Well, I think you're gonna you're just, we're gonna switch over that rig. That middle bite's gonna, especially this hot weather now. You know, the next forecast, the next ten days is sunshine and warmth and stuff like that. All of a sudden, I mean, it's just they just turn off those minnows. Uh, I I still believe you could spin them with a minnow. Uh, you could possibly jig them. I used to, we used to like to jig those humps out there right when they first come on. With a three-eighths ounce jig, drop it down when you mark fish, and and then uh, they just jumped on it. But then all of a sudden, you can do the same thing the next day, and you'll know right away that they don't touch it, and and you got to put the leech and collars on. That just comes with the mayfly hatch. I think when they start eating those mayflies, mm-hmm. I think they go to the worm bite. Well, it's great to hear good, good reports out of Winnie. I know that, uh, you know, there's a lot of people who depend on that lake guide-wise and uh, resort-wise, and a lot of people love to fish that lake, so it's it's good news for everybody. 
Yeah, it is. It's a very easy lake to fish, you know, compared to most lakes. It's not a, you know, it's got some structure and stuff, but it's got those long expanse shorelines and stuff. And, you know, as, as lakes go, it's one of Minnesota's easiest ones to fish, too. So it's uh, good for the tourists and stuff like that. They don't have to do all the fine points and stuff like that, stay on this little tip or something like that, although it does help, but... Uh, you still can catch fish out there without doing that long shoreline and stuff, the long weed lines. Taki Lake Winnie Area Fishing with Charlie Worth of Charlie's Gone Fishing Guide Service. We'll have more next. Someday, I won't go fishing. Of course, I'll be dead. This is Fish and Paul Bunyan Country. You're listening to Fish and Paul Bunyan Country. Hey, Charlie! Charlie Worth from Charlie's Gone Fishing Guide Service, my guest today as we talk Winnie area fishing. Charlie, you know, one of the things we've heard about, of course, is some zebra mussels in there and the water seeming to clear up. Have you noticed that? Uh, yeah, you know, that was another thing. That, you know, they said it was so clear and stuff like that. But, uh, you know, if you go just up... You know, the other end of the lake, it goes right out of cast, and cast is clear and got zebra mussels. And I just, I never kind of believed in that excuse that if, you know, the water's a little clearer, you just got to fish a little deeper is all. I mean, the fish do move deep, and uh, and I fish, I live by a lake named called Deer Lake here, and it's aqua blue. I mean, you can see a crab walking on the ground 20 feet of water, and you can still catch fish, although it's more of an evening bite on that lake, but. It's so clear they still catch them, you know, 17, 18 feet, and just move deeper. Instead of fishing 20, you're fishing 30 feet down. Right, I thought that some might... Some people have a little harder time making that change. And I thought that might be the case. I mean, yeah, it's more of a, a figuring out where they might be now than, than the fact that they're not there. Yeah, they're not on top. They probably slid down the edge of the humps a little deeper. Where you normally used to catch them in 20, you might have to start fishing in 30. Right. It's just hard to make that transition for a lot of people. It's just... You know, people like to fish memories, and uh, this is where we got them before, and uh, and this is where we should be today. And and when things change and time changes, and uh, uh, you have to change with the times is all. So, yeah, well, right now it seems to be pretty much the same old Winnie. So. Yeah, when I go back to my hometown and and I go to where the restaurant used to be, uh, it's if it's still not there, I'm not going to get food. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Well, how about uh, how about the northern bite there? I know that, uh, that that's usually a, a good northern lake and a good perch lake too. Yeah, there seems to be a you know a lot of perch there, but the you know they're eight to ten inches long. I mean, if you look at to read the DNR regulations, they consider a perch nine inches a jumble. So you get a nine ten inch perch. I mean, they're a great table fare, and uh, uh, there seems to be a lot of those. And you start looking at the rock humps and. You know, a little deep, shallower, 10 to 15, and then perch seem to look for those crayfish there pretty soon. And when they do, they're gathered up pretty, big, you know, big schools, and and it's a lot of fun and easy pickings. So I'd definitely be looking at that. And in the northern, with that new law, is that you know, between the 22 and 26, that you can't keep. Then they get to that point, you know, you get up to 30, you don't want to really keep them. You can, but... Uh, you know, they're getting pretty big then. Yeah. They're just going to make a lot of fun fishing more than uh, cable fare as far as northern pike goes. 
Um, have you been fishing any other lakes this summer? Yeah, a lot of these smaller little lakes around here. I just enjoy going out to different lakes here and there, and and they all have their ups and downs. And uh, and again, it's you know it's getting you know we're getting towards the Fourth of July here, and it'll be shortly before you know it. And and a lot of the little lakes they'll get kind of weeded up, and then those fish get buried in them pretty tight, and and it's a little tougher fishing. And a lot of them that when the springtime when you can still. It just seems like they bite a lot better, easier to find. So, sure. but it's it's just been a kind of a hit and miss on the on the area of small lakes. Here, one day it's good, or a couple days, and it fizzes fizz out. Weather wise, is there a type of day where you should not be on Winnie? Well, we were out there the other day after we had some really heavy thunderstorms here. Just then, they kind of quit like four in the morning and stuff like that. I mean, it was brutal. They don't like that thunder. I mean, we had four or five guide boats we were up there, and and it was a it made it really tough because for some reason those fish just don't like that thunder, and uh, it kind of pushes them down on the bottom, and and they just don't want to bite. We had a pretty we had a slow their way up for us anyway. Uh, I did look out deep that day, and because the deeper they are, the less that actually affects them. But there, it just didn't, you know, the leak ago, and it was just, I marked a few, but I didn't think it was right, and then it kind of got windy, and, and it's hard to fish out there when the wind's blowing too tough, so okay. I never did try it, but it did make it tougher for us when you get a, them storms come through. Well, Charlie, um, if we were going to go out this weekend, uh, what, what should we be doing? Well, if the wind doesn't blow, I would be out, uh, I would definitely go out there and try it. Uh, fish deep, look for those fish under mid-lake humps and stuff. A lot of them start on the north end. Again, like I said, that long bar had fish on here the last weekend, but they should be making a huge transition out there and you know, just a lot of fun uh, holding them up from a little deeper water, a little different fishing than the jig and minnow bite that you have been doing for the last since the opener. And, you know, I always kind of like the change. It's kind of like the seasons and it's always nice to see it, you know, their fall, spring and and summer come, and yeah. it's kind of like uh, fishing. Now, all of a sudden, now you're going to have to use something else and a little different bite and feed them line. And it's, so just a little more experience, a little more, you know, something else to try and uh, to, ex- to experience. So. All right. And, Charlie, if uh, somebody is not real familiar with Winnie, wants to use a good guide like you, uh, you got any spots left? Yeah, uh, just give me a call. Uh, i got a cell phone, 218-244-5756. Uh, if I don't answer it, please leave me a message. I will get back to you. All right, 218-244-5756. That is correct. Charlie Worth from the uh, Grand Rapids Deer River Lake Winnie area talking Winnie fishing. Hey, Charlie, great talking to you again. Thanks for joining us. You too. Thank you, Gavin. Get the details on our Lake of the Week next. This is Fish and Paul Bunyan Country. Lake of the Weekday, Lake of the Weekday, Lake of the Weekday, Holy Cow! It is Lake of the Weekday, and our Lake of the Week this week is Schoolcraft Lake. We are talking with Kyle Little, a technician out of the Park Rapids Area Fisheries Office. Uh, First off, let's just uh, find out where exactly Schoolcraft Lake is, Kyle. Schoolcraft Lake uh, is kind of in central Hubbard County. It's about 35 miles south of Bemidji, or 17 miles uh, north of Park Rapids. Um, if you wanted to get to there, you'd head south of Lake George. If you 
come from Bemidji, head south to Lake George, um, and head south on County Road 4, about three miles, and you'll get to County Road 344, and you can head west on that to the access, or if you're coming from Park Rapids, just east of town, head north on County Road 4 and go 17 miles north, and you can head west on that 344th Street, bring you right to the access. It's uh, not a huge lake, 170 acres, a lot of structure there. Uh, what are we going to find when we go to Schoolcraft Lake? Um, Schoolcraft has quite a diverse species list in there. We've got walleyes, northern perch, um, some pretty good panfish, and a few bass in there. Um, the primary fish out there most people are going to look for are walleye or northern. Um, the walleye out there, they're not high in numbers, but there's some pretty some quality size out there, quite a few of them over 20 inches. But uh, a lot of that 15 to 22 is your very typical stuff out there. We don't see many small or very much larger than that 24 area, but there's going to be a few of those out there that are going to be very nice when anglers catch them. And northern pike out there, they're they're small, but they're quite numerous. There's going to be a lot of tight lines. It would be really nice um, bringing kids out there and keeping them busy. Um, is it a lake that's uh, well-developed, or is it kind of a get a- getaway lake? It's a very much a getaway lake. Um, in 2015, when we surveyed it, there, we counted four houses out there. Um, I think I've shaken hands with most of the people that live on the lake. Mm. Um, it's a very close-knit group up there when we stock the lake. Um, we're talking to one landowner, and they know the le- next landowner, and they keep an eye out around there. <laughs> it's pretty cool to see um the lake itself though is very pretty there's large tracts of public land on kind of the west side of there and that's wild land it's bog country there's some nice rice fringe and supports waterfowl and it's just a place to go and get away and paddle around or take a small boat and do some trolling and look at the sunsets Sounds like something I need badly, actually. <laughs> yes, it's one of those places I would go. <laughs> so you said there's some crappie and bluegills in there. Decent sizes, or how, how does that look? Uh? Um, we never really catch much for numbers in our nets up there, but we'll get some quality ones. Um, there's some very nice bluegills up there. I've seen them close to that 10-inch mark, but uh, once again, we don't catch very many of them. The okay. black crappies, we can get a few of those. Again, low in number, but decent size. What do you what do you stock in that lake? Um, we stock walleye, and we'll mm-hmm. stock that and uh, even numbered year, so twenty sixteen, and then coming up this year in twenty eighteen. Okay. Yeah, you you mentioned earlier that you had some very nice sizes, but not a ton of abundance. Uh, are the walleyes not taking well there, or is that just the way it's designed? It's been that way over the years through our surveys. Um, we've changed uh, sizes of what we're stocking, whether smaller fingerlings or larger fingerlings. And uh, it's just maintained a low, low but even number of over the years. I'm assuming that there's not a, a whole lot of pressure on that lake. No, uh, there might be a little bit in the winter time, a fair bit in the winter time, I should say. But in the summer, I've never, whenever I've pulled into that access, I've never seen another boat there. Okay. Well, it's a uh, you know it's, it's it sounds like it's a real fun lake to fi- visit for a lot of reasons and the beauty as you mentioned, plenty of fish to keep the uh, the lines tight if you especially if you have kids and of course a lake like that you're going to see all kinds of wildlife if you have kids they love that turtles swimming by ducks swimming by loons all that type of stuff right. Yeah. 
Yeah. And one thing you might want to chat about here is the access. The access is going to be one of the more interesting parts to getting onto the lake. Um, okay. It's concrete and earthen, and it's on the downstream of the lake on a small creek, and there's a culvert just downstream of the access. Um, it's going to be a tight in there. You might not want to bring the big 18-foot boat out there. Ah. Be more of the 16-foot with a smaller motor. And you might either... Two people would be nice to launch a boat in there and one have waders on, or if it's nice out in the summer, roll up the pant legs or take the sandals off and mm -hmm. help get the boat off the trailer. It's going to be kind of tight in there or snug. Okay. Well, you can say it's a smaller lake and it's with a stream. I mean, might be a might be something you bring your canoe for, right? Yes, it would be great for canoeing. Um, if you drop a canoe there and come up the creek and there's um, a little bit area to yeah, paddle around, check out the rice, and look at all the waterfall and the eagles and loons around there. All right. It is our Lake of the Week, Schoolcraft Lake. And again, one more time, Kyle, uh, where, where are we going to find that lake? Um, it's going to be in central Hubbard County, so south of Lake George, about three miles, or north of Park Rapids, about 17 miles on County Road 4, and then head west on 344th Street. Sounds great. Kyle, thanks for your time today. We appreciate it. Thank you. Call it Duty Modern Warfare is here, and so is Mountain Dew. Roger that. Now you can unlock in-game rewards like only Dew can. Wait, what rewards? A Dew Operator skin. Man, I love Operator skins. Dual double XP, and even Call of Duty points. You're kidding me. Double XP and Call of Duty points? This is incredible. I can't believe it. This Soldier, get a hold of yourself. Oh, roger that. Look for specially marked packaging and visit mtndugaming.com for details and restrictions. Open to U.S. residents, 17 plus. Call of Duty points available on 12 and 24 packs and 